Hey, and welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today we are in 1 Peter chapter 2. Now, our previous video on 1 Peter, we, we kind of primed the pump with Peter talking about how when we go through difficulties, when we go through trials, our, our faith is being tested, and it's, it's proving, proving ground. It's where we demonstrate that our faith is genuine. We're able to say, you know what, regardless of what happens, I trust Jesus. I trust in his death and resurrection. I'm not going to let go. And he's not going to let go of me. Well, as we move to chapter two, this, this theme continues of unjust treatment for doing the right thing or, or following Christ. And when we get toward the end of this chapter, we have this, uh, this, this wonderful picture of where we look when we're going through unfair trials, where we look when we're going through difficulties. See, we, we can look at all sorts of different places. We can say, hey, this isn't fair, and so I'm going to I'm going to look for how I can escape this difficulty. And there might be times when that's appropriate. We say, you know what, I'm going to look to my government to save me or to fix this. And, and certainly government does have a role to play in our lives. Uh, we, we might say, I'm going to just look to, uh, you know, whatever kind of uh, self-defense or whatever kind of ways that I can look to myself and my own power. And, and you know what? There are certain times where that kind of response is correct. But all of those must be governed by, first and foremost, looking at Christ, looking at who Jesus is and what he has done. Let's uh, jump into the text. This is the end of, or near the end of 1 Peter chapter 2. It says, beginning in verse 21. It says, For to this you have been called, this is enduring difficulty, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps. Now there's a famous book, it's called In His Steps, and it's it's taking this verse and saying, you know what, we are to follow in Jesus' steps. We're to follow in his likeness, especially in difficulty. Verse 22 this is describing Jesus and his sinlessness, is his perfection. It says, he committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. Now, I've seen uh, teachers, even in kind of modern day teachers on YouTube and social media, and they talk about how Jesus, he was just a man and he sinned like anyone else. Well, that is just a direct uh, lie. That is a heresy. That is the opposite of what the scripture teaches us. Anyone that starts to teach as if Jesus was uh, sinful, well, they're not reading the same scripture that you are. Uh, don't listen to that foolishness. It says, he committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. This is Jesus' response to persecution. This is Jesus' response to unfair treatment. He suffered, he was reviled, and he did, not, uh, he did not defend himself, but rather he trusted that God was putting him through this for the greater glory. The text continues. It says, He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. What is 
What is the purpose? Well, he saves us, and then his salvation of us says that we no longer live in sin. The perfect, sinless Christ died on our behalf so that we no longer would live in our sins. By his wounds, you have been healed. For you were straying like sheep, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Now, this is just beautiful. This is this is so important. You and I, when we face whatever difficulties that we come across in life, even when we're treated unfairly and unjustly, like Christ, we need to first and foremost entrust our soul to the one who cares for us. And who is the one who cares for us? Well, we were like sheep wandering astray in our sinfulness. And the one who cared for us is, is the shepherd, the overseer, Jesus himself. You see, this is a, a great reminder, a great reminder of where we look when we go through difficulty. Do we compare ourselves to others who maybe have less difficulty? No, we look to Christ. Do we, do we trust in our government to be our salvation and our hope and to fix everything? No, we look to Christ. Now, we vote. We, we do all those other things, but, but our hope is in Christ. Do we, do we rely only on ourself and our own ability to defend ourselves and to be strong enough and to insulate ourselves from any kind of difficulty or any kind of persecution? We take care of ourselves and we take care of our family and we provide, but ultimately we look to Christ. He is our shepherd. He is the overseer of our soul. He is the one that we trust in. And so today, our ancient way for our modern day is to look at all of our difficulties, but not stare only at those. It's to ultimately lift our eyes and look at Christ. Look at the way he endured. Look at the way he bore our sins on his body as he was crucified. Remember him, trust in him, cling to him, put our hope in him. When we do that, our difficulties and our trials, they, they become smaller. And our Savior, the overseer of our soul, he becomes greater in our heart and in our mind. This is our ancient way for our modern day.